0: Before today's episode, I wish to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land, the Wawandari people of the Kulin nations, and recognize their continued connection to the beautiful land and sea. I'd also like to pay my respects to the elders past, present, and emerging, and I extend this acknowledgement to the traditional owners of the land my listeners are on. Welcome to Ritual the Podcast, your cottage in the woods. A sacred space for the witches the healers the magical folk to meet and speak of wisdom witchery and old world magic where people come to learn to hear stories to share secrets and to be free to be their true selves welcome to ritual hello And welcome back to another episode of Ritual. My name is Amy Harvey and I will be your host once again for today, but with a special guest.
1: Hello, my name is Samantha (laughs) Weston and Is
0: that it? Yep. There you go. Where's the creativity?
1: It left.
0: Where is she from? Why is she here?
1: Boston, Massachusetts.
0: Oh, I want to go there.
1: And I own a celery shop.
0: A celery <clears throat> shop? Like the, celery, the
1: vegetable? We sell celery soap, celery juice, mm. celery snacks, celery sandwiches, celery, celery butter. Celery sandwiches. Celery. That sounds like a. Sandwiches. Um,
0: what are they called? A warm up thing.
1: <laughs> a warm up?
0: A warm up. A who? Anyway, we should probably be a warm up. up. A warm up, like when you warm up, like you know when you do oh, tongue, teeth, lips. Yeah, right. Celery, celery sandwiches.
1: sandwiches selling Swissfully in the summer. Anyway. Okay. And we're back. <laughs> we are.
0: Um. Hello, everyone. Hello. How is everybody going? That's good, good. to hear. Good, wonderful, fun. very good. Yes, yes, um, very good. We are back here, obviously. <laughs> mm and that's good
1: <laughs> it is good we're back um this week and amy has asked me to be a guest uh on this yeah um uh, because we struggle to get people to the house after 7 um no, we don't no we, want don't. To we don't want, to want to seven. To after 7 uh, but uh <laughs> no we're here for another story episode yeah but
0: this one's
1: special Ooh, because it's so the day,
0: awesome the day this comes out it will be december 1st Cue Christmas music. That's
1: incredible. Also,
0: it's incredible that that just happens. If you're a parent, today is the day your elves are arriving. As are
1: they. Holly sure are Jolly. Holly and Jolly. Up for
0: another twenty-four days of fabulous fun of madness
1: <laughs> and late-night antics.
0: I'm excited.
1: Mm. Um, We're very excited.
0: So tonight, I mean, today, right now, this evening, we had are going missed it. <laughs> Oh, should we say that? How are you?
1: I mean, I'm, I'm all right. <laughs> well, it being the first of December, I'm
0: very tired, everyone. So you'll I, have to bear with me. I'm not going to make sense.
1: No, no, you know, I, oh. do you know, it's funny because I thought the first of December was weeks away. It's actually not. No, it's not. I am well. I am well. Yeah. I am really looking forward to uh, end of the year break. I say break. I know people, and I think I said this last year. You're gonna have a baby. I know. I know. It's a different but kind of different. break. But it's different. I'm looking forward to, you know, just having the day to do what I need to do around the house with my family, just and chat. Uh, and just potter. Yes, uh, if I have the time to potter, and um, and and just be. Yeah. You know,
0: totally. um, be in the summer bubble.
1: And, you know, you said, where word, word is the creativity? I am um,
0: done. I'm, I'm
1: wiped. I'm so wiped uh, from this year. Yeah. Um, And I'm really looking forward to just getting up every two hours to help feed a baby. I am, yeah. that is the idea of that is bliss because that means the next day, you know, we don't have to do anything, we can no. do whatever we want totally uh i'm excited i'm excited how are you more to the point my love how are you feeling tell everyone
0: Uh, there's not enough time to talk about all my feelings i am 35 weeks pregnant right now Uh um 100 done and over it (laughs) (laughs) um i'm really tired i'm at that point where your body goes hey you know that that sleep thing um you don't do that anymore yeah so I'm really tired. I feel like I'm about to explode, mm-hmm. and but otherwise I'm good.
1: I think you're doing a great job. Thank you.
0: No, I am good.
1: I think you're doing a great job. I think you are being fantastic. And as much as you think you don't, you look incredible. Thank you. You really, really were it well. Thank you. Um, and I'm proud of you. Well, I think you're doing I a great job. That.
0: I appreciate that. And I'm like you, it's the end of the year. Everyone's a bit tired, and it's like the most hectic time of the year. Is what? Well. To- Did you hear that moaning in the background? That's, no- <laughs> that's that's Norman. Norman. He's also extremely tired. He's our dog, he's, if you don't know who that is.
1: He's on the ground just staring at us. <laughs>
0: He is a seven-year-old golden retriever. He is perfection, but he is also the saddest dog you'll ever meet.
1: He is sad, but he is the most deliciously beautiful, attractive dog you've ever met.
0: He doesn't like it when you don't give him attention, Mm. which is why he's doing that. He's offended.
1: Audrey is also, Audrey's our three-year-old golden retriever, and she is half the size, twice the personality of Norman but
0: when we say twice a personality, we mean that she has two different she... personalities. <laughs> she is literally insane, yeah. Like she's got issues. We she's... love her, but
1: sh- she has multiple our...
0: personalities. One of them is a beautiful, terrified of everything dog, it's so beautiful. The other and one sweet. wants to murder you in your sleep,
1: yeah.
0: And she doesn't know which. Oh. <laughs> what
1: do <you>
0: want? <laughs> He's getting <laughs> angry now. It sounds
1: like a guy. <laughs>
0: what? You're interrupting.
1: We apologize anyway, that perfection has interrupted this podcast. Um
0: This podcast is proudly brought, brought to you by, you by Norman Norman's... and all his feelings. Mm. <laughs> um
1: and Audrey, yeah, but Audrey is um mm. That's Norman. Yes. Uh, Audrey is uh Incredible. She's what we call our special family member. She's She's our special special friend. And we need to respect her special feelings Mm. because. All right. Okay, we should either talk about Norman Moore or just get <laughs> off the subject of the dogs.
0: Anyway, anyway, let's go back to why we're really here, which is we're doing a story episode. Mm-hmm. And this one, we wanted to get into the Christmas spirit. That's right. And because I find that this year is very hectic and people are often quite stressed. Mm. Um, and I personally love Christmas time. It is my most favorite time of the year. Uh In a past life, I was an elf. Mm -hmm. I love everything about it. Mm. So to spread some Christmas cheer, we will be talking about Christmas Mm.
1: miracles.
0: Yes. Real life Christmas miracles. Just some like feel good. That's a nice story. Put you in a good mood kind of thing.
1: Just real nice vibes. Just all the nice Um, vibes. And I think I'll just correct what you said before because you said, you know, this year it's very stressful, but I think you meant this time of year.
0: Did I say that? I meant I meant this This time of year. This time of year. It is I prefer not to say all the words. I would like you to fill in the gaps and make your own sentence from now on.
1: to, yeah, you just make it up
0: That's what I meant, this time but, of year is always hectic Which is funny because this is usually the time when everyone's the most tired
1: I think like people go, end of the year, winding down I know, let's throw in some last minute Christmas shopping Every Spend all your money on party turkeys and, and and things And then like get really stressed yeah. Just so that you can have a really fun Christmas Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's it's funny, isn't it? Yeah um but we have a really good excuse this year yeah we're not going to anywhere just...
0: yeah like, it's gonna be at home and eat food and snuggle with babies it's gonna and, be and, and small and... children our own. our own of course our own
1: children. yeah we um, need to... anyway <laughs> make sure you say that but it's gonna be it's gonna be really great, and there is no expectation of us to be or do or be or We're going to anywhere. Be so
0: antisocial.
1: <sighs> I can't.
0: I'm really excited about it.
1: I it's can't wait, pal.
0: My dream has come true.
1: <laughs> yeah, Amy <laughs> is a very much um and uh, uh what is it a, 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 an extroverted, extroverted, extroverted I was gonna say an extroverted introvert. Yep, an extroverted introvert. Yeah, um, very much so. And I am not. I'm an extrovert, but I'm just a wee You're bit tired. You're <laughs> channeling those vibes, so just,
0: yeah. I'm
1: just, I'm just a wee bit exhausted.
0: So I've got three stories to tell. Cheers. They're not like super long, but they touch the heart. So do you have some?
1: I have a couple. Very should take, short.
0: Should we take turns then? All right. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. First story. We are going to be talking about... A little girl called Helen, who is five years old. Mm-hmm. So Helen lives in Washington, in the United States, yes. and loves Christmas time as all five-year-olds do. Mm-hmm. Um, now her mother had an honest conversation with her, mm-hmm. and she said that they were in a bit of a tricky position this year, and they don't—they didn't think that they could really afford to do christmas
1: Mm
0: -hmm. um and whilst they wanted to get her all the things that she wanted they just weren't in a position to do that and helen was understanding as a five-year-old would be um and so what she did is she wrote a letter to santa Mm
1: -hmm.
0: as you do um but she actually sent it to him in a balloon like a helium balloon Mm -hmm. um and then she let the balloon go and was like, this is going to the North pole.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that balloon. Did you check
1: the like wind direction or did she just. She
0: just knows. It's yeah. just the magic of Christmas. Um, so that balloon actually did go on a journey. It traveled 700 miles to California. Oh, wow. And it was found by a lady called Julie Sanders. Now. She got the balloon, it was popped open, and they found this letter inside her and her little boy. And they read it, but it was actually in Spanish. So they couldn't understand what she had written. So obviously Helen's family are Spanish. They live in Washington, but they speak Spanish. So anyway, so they actually went and got it translated because they wanted to find out like what the letter said. Hmm. So when they read it, they found that it was a little girl.
1: In furnace though. A five-year-old wrote it? You'd need it translated anyway. You would.
0: They found out that it was about a little girl called Helen, and she knew that her family couldn't afford Christmas this year. So they, she wanted to ask Santa if he could please get her a doll, some pants, and some new boots, mm. which is adorable. <laughs> that like that alone is so cute because yeah. I know my kids would not write
1: that. <laughs> they just no.
0: Maybe the doll, but Maybe a, the doll and a slide and a boat and fourteen <laughs> dogs. Yeah,
1: and a, yeah, and a person to <laughs> cook for you twenty
0: four seven. So anyway, Julie was really touched by this, and so she actually went and investigated. She wanted to find out who this um, little girl was. Her name was Helen Rays, I think you would say Helen Rays. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she went investigating. And, like, you have to remember she's in California. Helen is in Washington. But she actually found the family. Hmm. And she spoke to Helen's mother. And she told um, Julie that she had been injured. So she was unable to work. And the dad had really struggled that year to find work as well. So they were, like, in a real financial situation. crisis they just yeah. they couldn't afford it they really wanted to make christmas special for their kids but they just couldn't do it yeah and so Julie, because she read her letter and was like she's asking for such like basic things, she was really touched by it. So she went out and she bought Helen all these new outfits, all these new toys, and she dressed them from Santa and sent them all to her house and made sure that they arrived so that when Helen woke up on Christmas Day, they were all under the tree waiting for her. (laughs) Are you crying? (laughs) isn't that so nice
1: that's adorable i know imagine
0: she would have been so excited no
1: and see next year she goes right this hanging in for the kill
0: (laughs) isn't that so lovely oh my god it just shows like this lady had no connection with her whatsoever just a random thing she found the fact that that balloon even made it there is crazy on its own but that she went could. out of her way to translate it, track her down, mm. and then send her something I just could, because.
1: Yeah. It could have ended up in a ditch or at sea yeah, or I know. anything. And it didn't. Like
0: Washington's literally on the other side of the country. Mm.
1: is oh, that crazy? Lovely.
0: I know. Yeah. There you go. Number one.
1: That is a real Christmas miracle. It is. All right. Here we go. Excusez-moi. I must read off my phone.
0: What do you read? What are you drinking tonight? By the way.
1: Hey. Well, I have got water. Mm -hmm. I've also got uh, Irish whiskey. Bushmills, Black Bush.
0: Not sponsored. Maybe one day.
1: Not sponsored. (laughs) So this is. The story of the hatbox baby.
0: That sounds like it could be a ghost story. It does,
1: <laughs> but it's definitely not. It's a
0: Christmas there's, miracle. There's a ghost in um, the haunted mansion called the hatbox ghost. Anyway. In the what? In the haunted mansion. Is there? Yeah.
1: Well, this is the hot box baby and it's a Christmas miracle. A Christmas miracle. So in 1931, mm. cast your minds back.
0: It think was about a where good you year. were in
1: 1931. Ed and Julia Stewart were driving home on Christmas Eve through the Arizona Desert. Whoa. Which, as we know, is quite hot. And uh they got a flat tire. Uh-uh. So while Ed changed the tire Mrs. Stewart wandered off for a bit. Um, I mean
0: Where was she going? Imagined I've gone
1: for a week. The middle um, of the desert at night time. For a wee smoke.
0: Hello, serial killers.
1: I don't know, but we don't know where she went. She was just going for a wee stroll. Yeah. Anyway, she came across this old hat box, and inside it was an abandoned but healthy newborn baby girl. Oh, I know. That's
0: really sad. I know.
1: um Now, this was outside of a place called Superior in Arizona, just a few miles. It was a really, really small town. Uh, small town and it was um only populated by Ed and Julie Julia and um there's
0: literally only two people in the town.
1: Yeah. Mm. Yeah it was it was a really small town small small town. Um uh no it, there was more people there it was just a really small town. Um uh even today there's like literally nothing surrounding the town but a, just a really depressing looking wasteland. So um just think of like like the odds that it took for this baby to be abandoned there for those two people to be there for her to go for a walk for a quick smoke and to find this baby um what happened was they then took the baby to the authorities um so that she could be legally adopted and 17 couples applied to adopt the baby only two of them managed to show up because of um, weather conditions and things like that or um, uh, uh, from they're obviously common from across um, the country yeah um, and the judge granted custody to one couple who named uh, named her Sharon mm. um, Sharon Elliott but she never met her biological parents but because of her adopted parents she was able to excel really really well in school and she ended up in the aerospace industry. Whoa! Um, which, considering she was raised in the 30s, was pretty incredible in yeah. itself. And what? she went on to to work in, in in the aerospace industry.
0: Wow! Isn't that really cool? That's amazing. Like, what are the odds? She's lucky. I mean, the fact that they dumped her there is
1: that's horrible. Pretty I mean, the fact like they said that she never met her parents, good.
0: Oh, you wouldn't want to, would you? No. But that's um, so like it's so lucky. That they found her, and it's so lucky that she found a family that like cared about her. And because you know how you hear like all these horror stories about adopted families and whatever, mm, like she mm. found someone who gave her what she deserved. Mm. That's really nice. Thanks. Good on you, Shaz.
1: Good on you, um, Shaza <laughs> Elliot. Shaza Elliot. Good on you.
0: Okay, you'll like this one. I'm hoping one of these make you cry. Patty gets very emotional with old people and animals. So I've got a couple of them. And this is
1: about an old person who owns a dog.
0: This is actually an elderly couple. So we've got two chances here. Okay. 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 So this is a story about Laura Rice. Mm-hmm. She was an elderly lady who was in a coma and she was relying on life support to literally keep her alive um she had been unconscious for months and the doctors didn't think that she would ever wake up again so it was now nearly the beginning of December so we're at late November and her husband Michael decided he was going to go home and he put all their Christmas lights all over the house because he said Christmas was her favorite time of year and he knew that Um, it would be special for her and he was going to keep the lights going until she woke up because he just had that belief that Mm, she was going to wake up and so every day he would have the lights on he would sit by her side wouldn't move and he would just wait Mm. and so he waited every single day and then finally Christmas day arrived and as he walked in and sat down Laura opened her eyes, and the first thing she said was, I want to see the Christmas lights.
1: Oh. <laughs> it's really good. That's really You're good. So, so she knew. She
0: knew. She'd obviously been listening to him.
1: That's great.
0: I know. No tears?
1: No. Damn it. Not yet, but you could you have got me there now. Something tripped inside my brain whenever you said it. And the line was really good, and it was really well delivered. Oh, thank you. Uh, okay.
0: drama school, you. Please hmm. transfer. Yeah.
1: Uh, okay, so get this one. This is about doggies. Oh, um, my last well,
0: one's about doggies too.
1: A doggie. It better not be the same one. Okay, in April
0: 2006.
1: Hold on. <laughs> Aurora, Aurora, Colorado?
0: Oh, no, it's different. Uh,
1: named a woman named... Vonda Lundstrom huh? suffered the most heartbreaking situation not involving a wood chipper Oof. that any dog lover could endure. Her pet rat terrier <laughs> what? What <happened> to <laughs> I'm reading I'm chipper? reading someone else's words <laughs> 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 suffer what is it hold on suffered the most heartbreaking situation not involving a wood ch- chipper What? any dog lover could endure. a
0: random thing to say. What That's happened true. with a wood chipper?
1: I don't know, and the dog. Anyway, the dog Daisy, little terrier, ran away and didn't come back for months. Now, during that time, um, Vonda searched everywhere for this dog and could not find her, which she was obviously devastated about. And, um, you know, obviously, finally she came to the conclusion that she wasn't coming home. So seven months had passed.
0: That would have been terrible. And...
1: Vonda gets a call from a person in Knoxville, Tennessee, which is 1,300 miles away. Whoa. Uh, who said that she'd found a stray dog wandering down the street. What? Outside of her house, and it just happened to be a female terrier. She got her, uh, um, she got Vonda's, um, contact info after calling the number on the dog's uh, tags and getting um, the dog's vet in Colorado, which then confirmed that she belonged to uh, Vonda. Um, And she found the dog on Christmas.
0: Daisy, why did you walk so far?
1: Isn't that awesome? Um, So, (laughs) so, <laughs> it says, this "Is what I'm reading." It says, "Here's why this story points to Daisy actually being the canine Jesus, other than her being found on Christmas." Yeah. There's a whole business of being in Knoxville, which is 1,300 miles away from Aurora. Yeah, and that's more than one third the length of the continental United what States, across numerous states full of wild animals, animals, deranged hill folk <laughs> and, and swarms of drugged out meth heads. <laughs> And that's just Kentucky. Uh, No one knows how she managed to survive that journey, but uh, we're betting all those hardships paled in comparison to returning home only to discover that Vonda has replaced Daisy with a new terrier (laughs) named (laughs) Elsie. Now, we can't confirm that Elsie actually does, does exist, but, you know, Jesus.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Imagine that. Imagine that, dog. That
0: story's not like Jesus at all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's not. But, but can, you, can you imagine, like, 1,300 miles. So Belfast to Dublin is 101 miles, what's, right? What's she so, doing? 1,300 miles.
0: Hell. Good and her. a terrier I, as well. Like it's not like a was. giant dog. She would have seen some things. She
1: would have been through some. I imagine those nights <laughs> in the forest. Ooh, 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 it's like, it's like Norman little... going in the middle of a <laughs> Norman
0: would not survive. he probably survive about 10 minutes after leaving our house. <laughs> oh, look at that, a truck. <laughs> Boom.
1: <laughs> Uh, well, yeah. I mean, look, our dogs, I try and pull them off the road when cars come and they jump back on it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> so, That's impressive. I don't
1: know if they do too well.
0: It's pretty good, isn't it? Good on you, Daisy.
1: Good on you, Daisy. And you, Vonda. I mean, and you, lady. Not
0: really, Vonda. She where, looked. Where was the faith?
1: She searched high and low.
0: It's like a war story, you know, where they like think their husband's dead, so they remarry and then he comes home and you're like, ah. Oh, do you
1: shit. think you would remarry?
0: Um, Hello. bless you, bless you. Um,
1: I gotta pre bless you. I
0: mean, how much like confirmation do we have on your
1: death? Okay, so I'm off in war,
0: you're at war. I'm, off in, I'm, I'm in war,
1: I'm at war, I'm off you're to war. war. Um, it's been uh, I've been away for six months, yep, writing you letters every day. Every, every day, every, every I wrote week. to you, I wrote every day. <laughs> every day for a year and (laughs) then after six months it goes quiet
0: find out there was a bomb and then
1: a year passes
0: but but do we know you're dead do they think that no you just haven't
1: heard from me in a year and there's like these reports that
0: a bomb went off with your battalion that i was was sent
1: out and (laughs) they were like there was an air strike we haven't heard from him since presumed dead do it's we been like tw- each other? 12 months. Sorry, do we like each other? Yeah. No, do we? Right now?
0: Well, you're not at war, are you? This is other Amy and Patty.
1: Yeah, we have, we, it's this, it's us. Oh. And then I just bogger off the war and I go back <sighs> in a minute. Um, I'd
0: probably you, I probably give you, what's, what's the acceptable mourning period?
1: That's the question. Yeah.
0: Maybe I give you a year. No, yeah, I'll give you a year.
1: You know, some people would wait five years.
0: It depends on who comes along. You know? like we got another
1: story to read? (laughs)
0: Like, if it's just some whatever, I'm like, I'll wait. You've said your piece. But if it's like Captain America, like, I'm sorry, but.
1: He's not a real person. (laughs)
0: He's a soldier. He's been at war. Alright. And he made it back.
1: I want to hear the, your other story. You anyway.
0: Trigger. Okay, my final story. These are very quick tonight, aren't they?
1: After that last <laughs> yeah, it'll be even quicker.
0: Well, what if I was at war and I died? Two months. Well, there you go.
1: Story. I okay. no. get <laughs> <laughs> I would wait. it. Anyway. Just like the song. I will wait. I will wait. Let's not do that. Forever.
0: Okay. That's eight months now. He just lost a few months. The <sighs> year is 1999. And this story is about Jim Gravens. He's 91.
1: Gravens.
0: Gravens. This is his name. He's 91 and he is uh, super sick, probably going to die very soon but completely miserable in his house he's just stuck in his house super sick super sick on his deathbed probably going to die
1: you could say he's at graven's he's his 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 graven's <laughs> door
0: mm, i reckon you could do better you could say
1: you could say he's got one foot in the gravens <laughs> can i go on
0: <laughs> mm, it was better than the other one yeah um, I thought I wrote Eeyore, but it actually says everyone <laughs> like Eor came on.
1: You said he was depressed.
0: Yes, well, he so he's sad. He's in this house by himself, and right. he's super depressed and yep. feels sick and miserable. Mm-hmm. So it was coming up to Christmas time, obviously, because these are all Christmas stories, right? And everyone in the family gathered together into his house, um, to help out, cook, clean, be together, because they all thought. This is probably going to be his last Christmas.
1: Because hmm. um, pretty soon he's going to be in the grievance.
0: Exactly. So in the everyone know. felt like the house was really dark, as in like everyone was kind of in this really sombre mood. As you he's, would be. As you would be, like tiptoeing around. Everyone's a bit down. And then uh, cut to Christmas Eve. All of a sudden, this black dog walked into the house Mm -hmm. and he went over and Jim was near the fire and he sat down next to him as though he'd always lived there. Right. And everyone was like, what is this dog? Mm -hmm. Where did he come from? Mm -hmm. No one knew. He literally just walked through the door. And so he followed Jim everywhere. He like, they went for walks together every day. He played out the back with him. They sat by the fire like they he literally just like sat with him the whole time. And he brought Jim so much happiness and everyone noticed that he was like a completely different person, really happy, really like energized again. He had that spark. Um, He loved like waking up in the morning and going and spending time with this dog. Mm. And everyone was like, who? Like, surely this dog
1: belongs belongs to to somebody.
0: Like, where has it come from? So they they called, like, the vets are in the area. They called dog shelters. They called the radio station. And the radio put out, has anybody lost? It was a black Labrador. Has anybody lost it? No one wrote in. No huh. one said anything. It was just this, like, mystery dog. And so um, Jim said he had had the best Christmas ever because he'd always wanted a dog and he'd never owned one and this was like the most special thing um ever for him so he just had the best christmas and he was so happy and he said all he wants to do is he just wants to see the new year and everything will be complete and so cut to january 2nd um everyone woke and jim had died Uh, in the night and the dog was gone gone He was gone.
1: Do you think it was like the angel of death?
0: Maybe. What an adorable angel.
1: Do you think? But do you think it was? It was like I've come to take you away before you before you go. I'm going to give you a wee bit of joy,
0: a bit of a boost. Dogs are like that, though.
1: Even dogs of death.
0: Even the death dogs. That's
1: really nice. I know. I couldn't help thinking through that whole thing that he would call the dog Deggan. Great. Gravens.
0: No. Hmm. I'm a bit disappointed you're not crying. I thought one of them would have got <laughs> eaten. <laughs> All
1: right. Here, get, get the this this story about a man um, called... Okay, so these these two people, I'll let's call him Al, it's A L C I D E S.
0: A L C I what?
1: Alcides and Edgar Moreno were they were working as window washers in New Ooh. York City uh, in two thousand and seven. Yeah,
0: stories are based in America.
1: When yeah, right? that's where all the miracles happen, and yeah. when they're scaffolded that they were on, and window when the washers on oh, the scaffold, what a scary,
0: <coughs> scary job! Oh, I know. No, thank you. There's a guy
1: on TikTok that uh, does the videos of it. First of all, it would be like no offense to anyone who does it. I just feel like I just couldn't. I just feel like it would be boring. Plus, on top of that,
0: it was so boring because you are literally about hanging to die.
1: above the city.
0: Yeah, really? I could. I
1: couldn't. Anyway, um, so the scaffolding collapsed. <sighs> And they were what? forty-seven floors
0: up. Wow! Um, You're gonna die.
1: And um, they both, the brother, they were brothers. They both fell into an alleyway.
0: Oh so my god!
1: Edgar was killed instantly, but Shit. um, Alcadis, Alcadis, do we say? Uh, not only survived the fall, but was, al- but was already sitting up when the paramedics arrived.
0: What? And How did he after- not get like,
1: squished? I don't. I don't. I'd maybe use his brother as a, a cushion. Um, after he was brought to the hospital, doctors had to perform surgery on like pretty much every part of his body. Um, and over the next eighteen days, he slipped into a coma and underwent nine complex surgeries during which he had gallons of blood and plasma pumped into him. Um, so obviously, you're thinking at the time they're probably going to be just wasting we wasting time here like obviously he's gonna like you know it's a big fall he's in and out of consciousness or he's in a coma he's busted up pretty badly um so anyway christmas day comes around and he just wakes up and no one's really sure a how he survived the accident um uh, and like nobody can work out why he how he was able to do it like there was no. um like scientists and everything like looking at it and just like going it's just a, an absolute an anomaly miracle and you would think like so saying, a christmas miracle fa- a christmas <laughs> miracle 500 feet oh my god falling to the ground um and it says it says here not only did he learn to walk again, but in the past year he completed a three mile walk for charity in just under an hour.
0: Oh, well, don't we all feel like underachievers now?
1: I definitely do. But
0: wow, how did how could there, you survive something like that? There's
1: people that have um. Did you, you know, sorry,
0: did you say he had broken bones? Like yes, so, he yes, was smashed he had, up.
1: But yes. you you could. There's stories about people that have jumped out of airplanes and not had parachutes. Yeah, and landed. You know,
0: there's just going to be somebody watching you. Like you, you just there has to be some reason. Maybe
1: he fell in the exact right spot and position to not, and it was a one in four hundred trillion bajillion.
0: Maybe. Like,
1: chance that he could have fallen in that one spot. No, whenever they go, geez, that guy got stabbed. And if I had just been a half a centimeter to the left, he would have been dead. That's
0: a pretty high up.
1: That's very high up. I mean, he could have bounced off walls on the way down or.
0: Yeah. Like, did he get caught in the ropes or. Yeah, maybe. That's crazy. Good on him.
1: Christmas miracle. Christmas
0: miracles. Mm. Wow.
1: So that's all my stories
0: that's all my stories as well oh hmm.
1: well there you go Amy. there you go
0: um
1: i i think we we could we do another one before christmas
0: well we're doing one about letha
1: oh no i know i'm in christmas miracles
0: oh I don't know. I'm not prepared. Because they're nice. They feel good. They are nice. And I do, I've, it's amazing that there are so many stories around this time mm. where things do happen. Like, I definitely think it's like with a Sabbath, how the energy is always raised and it's like more of a magical time. I definitely think the same about Christmas. And even though, like I said, people are stressed, there is this kind of magic about Christmas time. Yeah. And I think yeah, maybe. you do hear so many stories like this where everything just happened to work out and it always just happens to work out mm. on Christmas. It's like the universe knows today is super magical. So let's help everybody out. And yeah, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I thought maybe that's, maybe that is there's something to be in. And then there's something in
0: that. I think so.
1: Yeah. I like that idea. Yeah. Like in that, um, that documentary, where the prime minister falls in love, and then
0: the documentary the
1: film where she she's like, "Oh, my husband's having a fur. like all these miracles happen.
0: Yes, that is a documentary,
1: um, and you know this guy kind of gets off his chest
0: that, he's that he love loves with... Karen
1: Knightley, and then
0: but he only tells her through the 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 he big just, post through signs. Night things.
1: Yeah, like really good yes. and amazing that the camera crew had just all that knew access. Where to be
0: and that these things happened
1: yeah and who and because love
0: actually is all around
1: yeah and who knew that you know mr bean worked at a shop
0: oh yeah so so annoying
1: yeah maybe you're right maybe you're right
0: maybe i am right
1: and then that other documentary where the guy is in um um, a building, and he there's a, an evil man, Hans Gruber, and he's trying to get out, and he goes, Yippee a motherfucker. And then that? he um, he defeats the bodies. Is that
0: Die Hard? I haven't seen it's that a
1: documentary. <laughs> um, so yeah, and so well,
0: I did see a good documentary about how Santa was made, hmm? he actually fell off a roof.
1: Oh. Yeah, but luckily Tim Allen was there. I was, was like, "It was there, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> Santa was mid.
0: How is Rumor has it though he's uh, looking to check out, but I haven't finished the. We haven't finished series this, yet. This, so I don't
1: know. Yeah, it's a four-part taco series. that's just been released. Disney Plus. Disney Plus. <laughs>
0: not sponsored, but hopefully not sponsored.
1: But yeah, um, Mister Disney, um, if you're listening, ah, his head's not.
0: Um. Anyway.
1: Anyway. Look, it's been an absolute pleasure yet again.
0: Oh, before I go, Amy. I have something I have something to say. Um because it is nearly the end of the year, <gasps> I've actually made something to help you go into next year in the most magical way possible. Okay. So I love New Year's. I know a lot of people don't. And that's fine, but I do love New Year's mm-hmm. and I love that it's like a complete fresh start. There's the a whole year ahead of you where it's just infinite possibilities and the year that has gone is gone and you can say goodbye to it. And I have all these magical things that I do and I often do with you as well. Yeah. So I decided... Um, to make a I guess what would you call it? like a short course, mini course yeah. kind of thing yeah. all about what I do for New Year's magic and basically it's just made up of um, a whole variety of things that will get you in this really positive mindset so you do things like how to do a vision board mm-hmm. um, how to do journal writing mm-hmm. to get your goals clear and precise for the new year some spells um some rituals all the things and i have put that together and i will be releasing that hopefully this week um Mm -hmm. for you guys to enjoy um and i actually really enjoyed making it because a it reminded me of what i like to do
1: Hmm.
0: because i basically have forgotten everything in life at the moment so i remembered what i like to do but it's just like it makes me feel so happy every time I do it. And like even the tarot card, we do the tarot read yeah. together on New Year's Eve. And it's always so interesting and it's fun to like look back as well at what you got last year and see yeah. what came to fruition, what actually happened and how it worked out. And yeah. I think
1: it's, that's ex- a really good one yeah. to look back and yeah. go, ooh. Like
0: I remember one year I um pulled the tower card, and that was for mental health um, oh, for yeah. that year. If you don't know, in tarot, the tower card is basically like, it's not a good card. It's, it, it, I mean, it's it's basically like chaotic change, like something's going to come along yeah. and really shake things up.
1: It's, doesn't, it's not like someone's going to die. It's
0: just going to make it's you just, feel slightly uncomfortable, It can range to the 10, one out of 10 whatever anyway that year uh was when COVID hit so so Amy knew sense. that was going to happen and it.
1: she didn't even tell anyone and then the
0: following year I got it again and then we got another year of lockdown yeah so the cards don't lie um but anyway it's just good to have them because you can look back and go I can see how that card mm. like made sense and I can see where that fit in and anyway so that will become coming out hopefully this week and I'm really excited about it um I really hope that it brings you guys extra magic for the new year and just gives you something fun to do for yourself I think more than anything yeah it gives you a reason to reflect and plan and dream big and give your yourself time for all those things because often we we don't do that at this time of year. It's mm. always about other people. Um, But this also, is about you. Sorry. You're right. Sorry.
1: And also people <coughs> tend to just kind of go, Oh, yeah, another, another year. year. Totally. And, that's like, ah.
0: and it shouldn't be, it's exciting. Uh, yeah.
1: And, and also it's a fresh start and it's a clean slate and
0: it's an opportunity it's not, to dream big. And
1: yeah, it's not the same January. It's not the same February. It's a new one. Yeah. And, you know, you might turn around even little things and go, "Oh, you know, I didn't say really. I really wish I had of utilized the the nice weather and gone outside more during yep. the summer. Because by the time of the end of summer came, I was oh, I was so tired because I wasn't, you know, going out into the open and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. or whatever, looking after myself really well. Um, so, yeah. So when you go into autumn, you feel good as well. Exactly. Um, and, and it's got things the-
0: like making those big goals. So maybe you want to travel to this country or buy a house or whatever, but then it has all the little goals as well, which are just as important. So maybe you want to read 10 books or watch that movie or, you know, visit this park or whatever. Mm -hmm. It just like helps you like think about all those little things and keeps you kind of accountable as well. So you can write it down and all through the year, you can look back and go, that's right. That's what I wanted. That's where I was at the beginning of the year. So what can I do to get myself back there?
1: Right. Yeah. Um, And I must say, uh, as someone who has um, seen the video uh, element of the course, um, it's great. It's got a lot of information in it and it's got stuff that maybe, you know, you might go, oh, yeah, I suppose I probably would have known to do that, like write goals down. But when it's laid out the way it's laid out and the reason behind and how to sort of yeah it sort of makes you oh, yeah i can't do that and then also they're all connected so yep. you know um thinking about sort of what what you did well what you didn't do well letting go of that and then moving into the new year what we can do to prep ourselves for the new year yep. and then all the things that follow i.e vision boards r- totally. tarot, and rituals. also
0: if you have had a shitty year it's important to let that go and to yeah. not hold on to any guilt or frustration or anger or whatever and carry that on into the new year because nobody needs that you don't need that. nobody
1: needs that kind of negativity
0: so yes that will be hopefully coming out this week um i say hopefully because i'm just waiting for the video to be edited and i'm looking at the person doing that and he will do that for me this week
1: <laughs> i will um, um...
0: but also i will just say as well um as a special thank you to all my patreons you'll be getting it for free because I love you and I want to say thank you for all your support. So if you're a Patreon, there you go. Fun, fun,
1: fun, fun, fun
0: times. Fun.
1: And I will, I'm, um, I'm dubbing over a Japanese uh, Netflix film. Cool. Um, <laughs> and as a special for all you guys out there, you can watch it on Netflix. So yeah,
0: there you go. You just need a
1: subscription to netflix and then uh, that's it wow so you can hear my me you know play four different people in a, a japanese film
0: there you go mm. thank you for that
1: it was lovely to meet you Amy. um and uh thanks for having me on thank you for on being, the show
0: yeah
1: yeah a bit of we awkward end there i thought you made that a bit awkward um <laughs>
0: <laughs> i mean with an awful like that i was just left speechless you know you know
1: Netflix and uh, not sponsored. That could be
0: not sponsored. Um. Anyway, I hope you all enjoyed this episode. If you would like to find me, you can find me in all the usual places like Instagram and
1: hiding in your bin.
0: Yeah, sometimes
1: it gets cold.
0: I just want to know, like, what are you? Doing? What are you
1: doing in there? <laughs> um,
0: um. What? Yeah.
1: Where are you? You're in Instagram. Instagram. You're inside that at being, being on cottage. TikTok now. You're big on TikTok. Yeah,
0: I love the good old TikTok.
1: <laughs> big on TikTok.
0: Um, I don't know. You know, all, all the places.
1: And YouTube. and yes. Facebook.
0: All under Rose on Pudge.
1: And no Twitter.
0: No, I'm not on Twitter Um, uh,
1: And then Patreon.
0: Oh, yes. And Patreon.
1: And... Pat um,
0: also on some of those places too, but he's not really a social media person
1: i do other people's social media i don't do my own um but i do post randomly
0: he actually really does very very randomly randomly, as in the things he posts are really random
1: i'm yet to post the videos of my ducks. not my Uh, ducks. they belong to the world but patty um, has
0: a thing i don't know if we've talked about that before but you have a weird spiritual connection with ducks.
1: I like, I love ducks, and he I does. always come across ducks when they need he help.
0: Always saves them. And I needed you today. A mum was trying to walk out on a main road with her little babies. <gasps> Idiot! Why do they do that?
1: I stop traffic hazard lights, start directing people.
0: He he actually does.
1: Um, or I'm just late to things because I'm They're waiting so for cute. them to cross the road. I know. They're wee bit silly, like they're so
0: silly. Why do they do that? The
1: the mommy the other week was sitting with seven of her ducklings under her in the middle of the road, and the dad was just kind of hanging out in the street. He's probably going, Would you hurry up? (laughs) (laughs) And I kind of got out of the car and went, You need a move. Uh this isn't the place for you. Um, and ushered them off the road.
0: Poor things. They'd just be like, What the hell?
1: She's like, I'm just trying to have a rest.
0: These kids have been at me all day.
1: Just quaffing <laughs> <sighs> Anyway,
0: Thank you so much for listening. Uh, I hope you have a really great start of December. I hope your elves, are, they behave. Mm-hmm. And put that tree up. Daz has been up for three weeks. But been up yours for should also be up now. Three weeks. Get it up. Lights on.
1: Yeah. I think that this true has been longer than the episode.
0: I think so too. We will go now hope you've enjoyed it have a great night or day or afternoon see you soon love you love you too (laughs) (laughs) bye-bye river dirty goodbye adios have a nice night